Good moms, bad choices. I'm Erica. I'm Mila. Happy Wednesday. It is Wednesday. We are actually recording on a Wednesday. We're both fucking sick. Jamila got me sick. And it's my fault because I continued to smoke after her <laughs> and drink out of her waters. <laughs> Why did you do that? I don't know. Because I was like, I'm fine. I'm taking vitamins. <coughs> <clears throat> yeah. So forgive me if I'm disgusting coughing into the microphone. I'm going to try my best not to. But look, we've been doing this a year. This is my only time I've ever been sick, so sorry. I know. I've, well, I feel like I'm sick all the time. You were I, sick like once or twice. I'm always like on the verge of sickness, and then I, sometimes I'll recover, and then sometimes it goes deep and bad. I like am never sick except like one time a year, and it's bad. And I am so sick. I'm having like strange dreams. <laughs> I have a headache, I'm hacking, coughing. It's mostly because I try to ignore my sickness, like, keep going, keep going, keep going. And then I'm like, no. I know, bitch, you were out with me last night. And I was I like, aren't you sick? I know. And finally, I was like, I gotta go home. Yeah. Speaking of our week, I feel like we've been nonstop all week. Like, if anyone's thinking of starting a podcast, rethink it. <laughs> Literally, this shit is it's a, a lot, lot of work. work. Okay, we're trying, and I know it seems like all we do is post on Instagram, but we have a lot of things we're trying to do behind the scenes, and it's just a fucking draining struggle. Le struggle. Le struggle. Le struggle is real. It's real. It's verdad. Okay, I'm gonna need you to try to just. Bitch, not. I'm trying. I'm actually trying. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. We were actually supposed to go on one of our other uh, podcasts today, but we had to cancel because... Nobody else wants us to hack on their podcast, but us. Shout out to the Dualities podcast. We'll be on there. With our woman. Soon. With our woman. (laughs) Carmen. (laughs) Our woman. (laughs) Um, I'm about to drink some of this Fat Donald's XXX Cannoline. Mm, 1,600 milligrams. Do not exceed 10 ounces per 12 hours. So, friends, um, our good friend, King Noir, who is previously a guest on our podcast, if you have not heard that episode, it's Porn and Parenting. Him and his um, girl, Jasmine, were on talking porn and parenting. They have um, three kids, and they're sex workers. That's what, they, that's what they're called. Okay. You don't like that? No. Porn star is better for you? I don't know. It sounds more glamorous. Sex worker sounds. That's what they. That's what they have said on their Instagram. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. Whatever. They there's they have sex and they they work. They're working sex people. Okay, that's true. Right? Yeah, it is true. Does oh. Sex worker make you think like prostitute? Yeah. Eh, same thing, sort of. Um. Anyway. No? Yeah. It, I mean, it does. It does. That's why. I, whatever. I mean, if they. I don't know the term of fuckingology, so yeah, I guess they're sex workers. They're in the porn industry. They're also parents. She's also a therapist. They're also cool. They're also the, the coolest smart fuck. Smart as fuck. Smart as fuck for sure. And they go around teaching sex positive parenting, parenting. and kink. So speaking of them, um, 
King was out here this last week and we hung out and we went to see a jazz show that was dope and then he was like come by I have this thing I want to give you from Fat Donald's and um, I went to meet him at the Sanctuary LA and he was mid porn scene (laughs) which was very interesting and I'm highly jealous (laughs) I've never walked in a porn scene. <laughs> Pretty sure most people haven't. Actually, I got there and I was like, "Oh, okay." And he's like, "Oh, you know, you know, we're running a little late, but do you mind doing the behind the scenes?" So not only did I get to walk in on the porn scene, I got to film some behind the scenes. So basically, I'm like a behind the scenes. Basically, sec- you're a porn director. I'm a porn director, except I didn't do any directing. I was just getting this. They didn't need any B-roll. Di- they didn't need any direction. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. They are professionals. Um, at first I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was cool. It was nice. Um, Sanctuary is really cool. There's a lot of cool um, equipment there. <laughs> and um, shout out to Lotus Lane, who was his co-star. And it was really cool. They were doing lots of scenes. So lots of squirting. <laughs> squirting on the Jordans. <laughs> Lots of long dick. Yeah. Life, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. long dick. <laughs> like, if you haven't yet, if you, if you are just, are you, if you're new to the podcast, or maybe you listened to our last, our not last episode, but our episode with King Noir and, and Jet Setting Jasmine, um, I highly recommend you go and search, um, search them, search their porns. They're, they're top quality. Because they are top quality. They do a lot of stuff that you won't see on like your typical Pornhub or your RedTube or your XXXTube. Um, and it's more, you know, you, you porn. You porn, yeah. Good old you porn. Um, you see more, like, of course, you see the raunchy, you see the kink, but you also see the black love, which, you know, like when they were on our show, we talked about you don't really see a lot of that black love, intimacy. real intimacy. Um, so Or a lot of black kink. They were saying that's, like, not a big thing in the industry. Yeah, so... Anyway, one of the conditions of him gifting us this Fat Donald's cannellini is that we need to drink it during a podcast and do the whole podcast on the cannellini. So I'm about to take a sip. Okay. Hmm. (laughs) Vegemite and Vegemin. (laughs) It's delicious. Do you remember the episode of I Love Lizzie? Lizzie. (laughs) Is it? Delicious. It's not bad. Oh, God. I have to go be a parent at some point today. Mm. It's very heavily THC'd. Very mm. strong. You know I'm not good with ingesting marijuana products. Oh, my God. Erica told me she goes blind. <laughs> she said, I can't eat marijuana. I go blind and I develop astigmatism. <laughs> It's like, what, bitch? I do. I Like, my whole vision gets fucked up. Everything starts shaking. And I have no control over my vision. So I can't drive. I can't, basically can't walk. Maybe we shouldn't have paired that with DayQuil. Oh, yeah. And coldies and all the cold medicine we've taken today. Well, we'll see what happens. Fuck it. You know, we did did say we wanted to start doing episodes under the influence influence of something. This is our first step of a series. (laughs) <laughs> so today is our uh, ingesting cannellini series, and we're going to see how this plays out. 
Later we're going to do one, maybe we're going to do one drunk. We're going to take some shots mm-hmm. during the podcast. You guys can join us. We're going to do one. On mushrooms. On mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, whatever else we can get our hands on though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, any, any companies that want to send us mushrooms or others. We are looking to do some podcasts under the influence just to see how it affects our psyche. Yeah, you know, maybe we'll get to dig out some deep, dark gems. You know, I get into my feelings under the influence. I, you know what, though? I really, truly believe, if, for those of you who don't indulge in cannabis, um, like, in certain religions, it's it's thought to open up your third eye, and I'm a really, I really believe that shit, because sometimes, there's been times, I see shit that I didn't see before. I start stop liking people, I start liking people, I'm like, this person's fake, because that shit is taking you to, like, God level, and you see shit for what it is, so, Yeah. So that's Jamila's um, advocacy of marijuana. Yeah. Spiel. Mm-hmm. Spiel. Um, anyway, this week in the news, there's been a lot of stuff going on. But first, the Grammys. <laughs> the first most important uh, the Grammys. Me and Jamila halfway watched the Grammys while we were cooking slash, I don't know what the fuck we were doing. Working? Working. Uh Watching your kids, working, cooking, eating. Yeah, um, I don't really give a fuck about the Grammys, but I just like to see the performances. Like, I told Jamila, like, just grab, I'm in the kitchen cooking, tell me when something good is happening. I like to sometimes see the fashions. and The fashions, yeah. It's always very white to me. It's always, first of all, let me say. Well, Alicia Keys was the host, so... Yeah, which was she was. I thought she was cool. She was cool. I was. I'm just so disappointed that my my other woman didn't win. Georgia Smith. Oh yeah. I like her too. I have both their albums, but I just really, really thought Georgia was gonna win. I really love Georgia Smith, but I think her for me is more. I can Georgia like I can only listen sometimes. Really? She's like yeah. It's like a lot depressing. Oh, maybe I like depressing music. Um, whereas her, she has emotional music, but sometimes it gets you in that groove. Yeah, it's like a little more R&B. Yeah. I like it all. I like them both, but I just have like a, like a sexual crush. Oh, I so. Oh, my God. When I saw Georgia at Coachella this last year, I was like, take me. I know. We were together. Yeah, we, we had were like, like an epiphany. Like, we were oh, like, my God. We need her. I, I love want her. you. If anybody knows her, holler. She is fine as, as fuck. fuck. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> and then Cardi B's win. I was really happy for her. I felt like I won. I love her so much, and she poor girl. She couldn't even. She didn't even know what to say. I mean, I know, I know, but it, you know, like it just it just goes to show like transparency, authenticity. It wins every time. Be your fucking self because it wins now. I think we're in a place now. I think before we we're in a, the music industry is it's, it's interesting to watch how it shifts because. Before, it was like people loved that bigger-than-life, untouchable artist like a Beyonce or like a Nicki Minaj, you know? Like, mm. Nicki wasn't like, you didn't, like, when I think of Nicki, I never thought like, yeah, that could be my homegirl. You know what I mean? It was just like, oh my God, she's the queen of rap. You know, she's so talented. What does she do on the weekends? Like, I don't even know. And now it's like, well, we know what Cardi does, and she could be my homie too, and she could talk well, that Nikki, shit. Well, Nicki, we know what she did. She posted a party at, at Argyle, Club Argyle. <laughs> she knew it. Huh? She knows that. Shut party. up! No, she didn't. She would. Of course, she was at all the. Did she see? Did she get near Nikki? Yeah, she said that she felt like she was like, she was like, "Excuse me, I'm trying to get to the bathroom," and she thought like she felt like she was like, "Notice me." 
Who Nikki was? Yeah. Tashina? Yeah. That was her, that, that was her uh, inner thoughts. She was like, I just felt like she was like thinking that I was going to care who she was. And I was like, yeah, I need to get in the bathroom. Excuse me. Because everybody else around her was like, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. She's like, she didn't perform or anything at the party. She was just there. I don't know. But like, if I was Nikki and I wasn't invited to the Grammys, I just wouldn't have like been in the city. I would have been on vacay. Yeah. Like what Grammys? I don't. What are, what are those? Who? I don't know her. But um, instead, she decided to have an after party. Um, Lady Gaga won, which I love Lady Gaga. I really I like do. Her. I think she's like kind of like that annoying stage, like that annoying theater kid that's like so annoying. So but over so, the top. So over the top. Like, me, me, look at me, look at me. But does, but, but, does but, phenomenal But it's fucking amazing and is super talented. Um, you can't deny her talent. And also, I think she's really genuine. You know, she really wants to support artists and upcoming artists. And she's so passionate. And I'm... I think after I watched her documentary, um, have you ever watched her documentary? Bless you. Why am I sneezing and coughing? Because you're sick. The fuck? Um, I don't know. I heard some weird shit about her. Why, you... why do I know all the weird shit about everything? Oh, Jesus. What'd she do now? Cousin Chris told me that in the documentary, or maybe another documentary, like something that, like, okay, I know she had a best friend who, like, committed suicide, but that she tried to take her persona, like, that best friend was, like, actually the weird theater kid, and actually was very, like, star, was her name star or something? I don't know, because I didn't watch it, but this is just what I heard. Okay, first of all, stop, stop, what I will say is reporting. there's only so much of a persona you can take and have a fucking 10 year plus career. year career. Like, you know, whether she did that or not, I don't know. It could have been, like, in, 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 in tribute to her, like, commemoration. I think that's what it was. I think I remember that. But um, I don't know. I like her, people too. People always try to to, 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 to downplay and diminish a Pe- woman. It's true. And so I'm going to not fall well, into I'm not. that trap. I'm not. I'm just telling what I heard. But I just know that she's very talented. She's a talented singer. She's a talented writer. She's a talented musician. She's a talented Performer, actress. Yeah. She's, nominated, she's nominated for an Oscar. I know. Was it, did you see that movie? No, I still need to watch it. Me too. Um, so I was happy that she won. Uh, I really liked Cardi's performance. She did that shit. I had to look it up later. Yeah, I didn't see it. it. We kept missing it. I didn't even see that. Um, I was very disappointed in Camila Cabello's performance because I hated that fucking outfit. That outfit was trashola. I want to know who styled it and who approved it and why did nobody say this shit is ugly? This shit is ugly, it's unflattering and why are we wearing skirts that just gently graze the top of our knee? No, it was grazing the bottom of her knee. Like, I, oh, bottom of her knee. I need ugly. you to commit to either long or short. You need to that commit. That middle phase, that middle is area not, has not never been in. appealing for dance performances. And that kitten heel, you didn't even dance hard enough yeah, for that Yeah, but heel. for that kitten heel, you did not, you needed to be beyonce on the stage. If J-Lo can do fucking turns and a stiletto, I need you, Cabela, Cabello, I need you to do that. You're too young and beautiful and actually talented, so please. Spare us with those ugly fucking outfits. Fire your stylist, stylist. ASAP. Hmm. Also, I oh, like- there was all this backlash for J-Lo presenting the Motown Award. Mm. Why, because she's Latina? I don't, I don't know if it's because she's Latina or because she's not. Doesn't really sing? Yeah. I think it's probably both. Yeah. Um, I missed that part. <laughs> you didn't see those all those memes? No, I missed, I missed her performances because we really weren't watching Wait, it. did she perform or she presented? No, she performed. She oh. did a whole thing with Smokey Robinson. Oh, no. How yeah. did I miss that? I don't know. We we started late. We went, we started watching it like halfway through. We needed a YouTube that. And then it restarted again. I wonder then, what song she sang. A few. She did like a medley. That's hilarious. 
<laughs> it is. It's funny. I could have done it. I mean, I get it. I get why you would think that you would choose a black artist to or execute that or actually really sings. I don't know. I mean, what's the grand? We're in such a fucking sensitive time. I mean, it's like I get it, but also she's still a woman of color and she's so much other shit to worry she's about. She's also the besides who the really fuck is. fucking talented. She might not be able to sing well, but the bitch can perform her ass off. Yeah, I saw can. her in Vegas. And I sold. I want to see her in Vegas. So good. She's so good. Um, Alicia Keys playing two pianos. Fly. Fly. She's just fly and talented and beautiful as well. So the Grammys was cool. It's cool. You know, until next year. Yeah. Um, Anything else new in her events? Um, Yeah, the whole... Is it raining? It is. Oh, okay. I think I wanted... I wanted to talk about... Uh, Gucci, Prada, Moncler, 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 Moncler. Oh, um, and them, them the blackface doing blackface and their brand and all celebrities getting their panties in a bunch, knowing damn well they're gonna buy these fucking brands like next week, and they these brands have been doing this shit forever and they still buy their brands. What? It's not right. It's not on right. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. Um. They still buy these brands, and I think it's just like, I just want to see more black people buy black, buy from black businesses. Promote black businesses, and actually really do it. I mean, we have the power. I mean, we are the trend. We are the, like... We're the trendsetters. We set the bar, yeah. And we, so we do have the power, and we just don't use it properly. And there are people in the community that have bomb fashions and all types of businesses that we could be um, putting our dollars to, but we just choose to buy from Gucci, who I am shocked has never had any black designers. I'm sure we're, like, number three top consumer of Gucci. Have never had black, black designers? Well, they have... Um What's the guy's name in New York? Uh, he did a whole line with them. Da- Dan Dapper? Dapper Dan. Oh, why did they say that they never had black designers? Maybe he's not been, like, the house designer. Mm. You know how they bring in people? Well, like, like, to feature everybody. Like, Carl Lagerfeld. Carl Lagerfeld is Chanel, and he also has his own line, you know. Um, well, Crazy Kanye said it's very racist over there. They won't let him in. Uh, Kanye can kiss my ass. He's just, like... <sighs> Shut up. Um, but I think, like, I just feel like, first of all, these brands know better. I feel like, how do you not know? How do you not know a shirt with red fucking, like, lips and that's black? It's a not, blackface shirt. It was Literally. Like, they do it on purpose to start all this controversy to get people all revved up. You think up. that's why they do it? That's the only thing I could think of. Because how? Yeah. How? You just don't give a fuck? How do you go through that many hands before it gets to the consumer's hands and no one says anything like i used to think wow they're just really that dumb but like with how socially you know aware everyone is about race and racism and all that like how 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 yeah um and i mean and they know black people are still gonna buy their shit look at floyd walking into the gucci store not giving one to zero fuck Floyd is the demise of the I mean, black. He also doesn't read, so you know he doesn't know what the fuck is happening. He doesn't give a fuck about anything you know, but himself. I have no respect for ignorance. I mean, like, okay, ignorance is bliss. I just have no respect for, like, a dumbass nigga. 
Like you have all this money and you don't think, okay, let me just do better. Let me get a tutor. Let me, you can learn, you know, and it just irritates me. I'm not a huge like Gucci Prada Fendi. Like I'm not a huge like main, like not even if I was rich, I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's just, there's other more important things you could be putting your dollar to. There's other people like starving and struggling and there's just so much more important things and I just think it's fucking ridiculous. But speaking of the blackface thing, um, I watched recently um, a part of a documentary on PBS called um, Black Black Paraphernalia, I think it's called. And basically it's saying that there's recently been like a huge influx in um, like old menstrual uh blackface like paraphernalia and like so much so that there's like iron iron whatever you call them iron factories in china remanufacturing this shit and it's actually it's not authentic because it's obviously not vintage but it's like (laughs) who in the fuck is buying this shit like as collectibles as vintage collectibles and it's just a very dark history. Um, it's just a very dark history to be collecting and celebrating. Like, I know it's a part of our history. And there's some things that I like. There's, like, a, um, a black uh, designer named Montgomery or something. And she's from out of New York. And she does a lot of, like, Aunt Jemima and blackface, like, things. And I like her. But I just think it's, it's a weird thing to celebrate. And it's kind of still among us because... We're in a prime era again of like, it's this weird version of blackface with like, what do they call it? Blackfishing? <laughs> like, uh, it's called like, a, like makeup can make you look more tanning, spray tanning, fillers, fillers all baby that's... hairs. Erica showed me, me and our other friend Carlton, a picture of her friend, and she's like, she's white. And I was like, Erica, she's black fishing. <laughs> she's like, really? I was like, really? But she looks like a light-skinned black girl. And me and me and our other friend were like, yes. She didn't realize it because she looks at her all the time, and I'm like, this is a thing. Black fishing. White girls, if you are looking to look like a big booty black girl, like, it's, I don't want to say that all black women, like, have these like long weaves and long nails and baby hairs but like I lived in Atlanta there's a lot of strippers in Atlanta I'm looking at Instagram these nails were not y'all were not trying to have these long ass coffin nails these long ass or or baby hairs or stilettos yeah it's just cheekbones yeah the lace fronts really because they used to make fun of black women for wearing wigs and it's just, I don't know, it's its very strange the time we are in. And I try not to be too sensitive because, you know what, at the end of the day, whatever, wear what you want to wear, do what you want to do. But I don't When shit starts hitting the fan and we have real issues in the community, you bitches better be front line, okay? <laughs> because if you want to emulate a culture or you think you're emulating a culture by, you know... Now that's the thing is that I don't even think they realize they're emulating No, it. there's no way they don't realize it. There's no fucking way they don't realize no, it. No, they don't. They they look at their favorite celebrity that maybe happens to be black and they're like, oh, I want my nails like that. Not because she's black, but just because she has those nails. But she does, they don't realize that she has these nails because... This is what she's grown up around in her community, it, it irrita- in her culture. It irritates me that there was a time where um, certain things were like looked at as just like like ghetto. ghetto. 
Shanae would wear is like those nails, long braids. Now it's in. You know, there was a time where like you couldn't go to a corporate job and have dreads or braids. They would tell you that even there's still to this day that, that it was too ethnic. People were losing their jobs over this shit. So like you don't really realize like the the history and the struggle that has come to embrace our natural shit. So much of black women have to conform to um, a European standard of beauty just to feel like people can hear me or people can, like... Take me seriously. Take me seriously. Like, even as a waitress, like, wearing certain hairstyles, I totally notice the difference in, like, tips and friendliness. And it's just, like, now you want to be, like... you, You can't pick and choose, take some of a culture, but none of the bad, you know? We go through a lot of shit just being black, and it's just... it's an ironic strange thing to see develop and like sometimes they'll scroll past certain pictures like fuck chloe and i love chloe she's a cancer she might be half black but (laughs) i just am like bitch you look like a light-skinned black girl i I had to look twice you know and it's like not to say i yeah okay but okay there's a difference between like chloe and then what's the sister who hasn't gotten any the younger sister kendall yeah she still looks what she is white white and you don't <laughs> maybe it's that face and that ass and that wig and those nails but it's just like damn you guys and i'm not saying we can't share but be be, be present when you when there's when there's um there's fucked up shit going on in the community which is happening daily every day be an ally. Be an ally. If you if you want to be so deep in the culture, you want to date the man, you want to wear the, you want to dress talk in the black slang, face. talk the slang, right. wear the nails, wear the wig, support the music, go to the basketball game. Then when shit hits the fan, when innocent people are getting killed, when when things are when there's injustice in the community, I want you bitches to be the first ones to use your media power to speak the fuck up, or at least ask how can I help? How can I help? Tell me what I can do. You know, yeah. And, like, just to touch on the history of the minstrel shows, because, I I mean, of course I know what a minstrel show is. Of course I know what blackface is. But, you know, that's the beauty of having our podcast is that it forces me to have to educate myself. So, the minstrel show first began around 1830s, around the 1830s in New York City. And basically consisted of white actors painting their face in black cork and their lips red to emulate blacks black slaves large large, large over overdrawn lips, lips baboon like monkey like talking in and lo- it was it consisted of comedy skits or performances but it really mocked or depicted blacks as lazy ignorant cowardly hypersexual uh, the help the help um, uneducated and coons yeah, essentially. And min- the minstrel show were essentially the lens through which white people viewed black people in America. Like, the the white people would look at these shows and be like, this is, how, this is who black people are. And you would think, like, it's crazy when I was researching this to see how many different celebrities had participated in this. Like some some of like celebrity like little like celebrities that I grew up watching had no I had no idea Shirley Temple Shirley Temple there was a picture of Shirley Temple getting her little baby face painted black and I I almost like wow this is so Sick. fucked up she's a child she doesn't even know well I'm sure she does know but like 
just like the educating of these kids at such a young age, it's so important. Mickey Rooney, Louis Armstrong, Joan Crawford, Bing, Bing uh, Crosby, even like some black black people were dressing up in blackface. I don't even want to say this one because I love him still. <laughs> Jimmy Kimball. Jimmy Kimball, he did it? But like, wait, yeah. For what? On his show? Yeah. Wait, Jimmy Kimball, no. Fallon. Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy oh, Fallon. Oh, no. I love Jimmy Fallon. Oh, Why do you do that? What was he doing? <laughs> I forgot. Like, did you get a lot of backlash for that too? I don't think so, but I just saw it on that, that show. But He seems really socially aware. I'm surprised. Um... But, Never need to look into that. But even black people were dressing up as, as blackface because that's the only way that they could work. People didn't even want them to look black like how they actually look. They wanted to look like this cartoonish mm-hmm. depiction of, bla- of black. So when you see these designers like depicting blackface on their products, still, it's just like, and people collecting things, it's just, it's very strange. And it's a global epidemic. Like when I watched that show at the end, they, you guys should look into that show, but at the end they show blackface in all these different countries on products, on TV shows, on mainstream things, Berlin, France, Mexico. I mean, it was just a worldwide thing wasn't just here but it's just so insensitive it's so insensitive like i don't think people actually recognize just like just how it the dark history behind yeah, it being it's just, black it's just dark America, and, yeah. and you know and some people like you know like the, the the designer that you like in brooklyn um who is black and creates these images i mean i get i get i i get like taking back the the significance of it and like reclaiming it and making it something different um, definitely, because you know what it is also, I recognize is that as African Americans, we lack history. We, we lack roots because we have only been taught this really dark history. So there has to be a reclaim. There has to be an embrace because a lot of like our music, our culture is who we are. It is all we are, but it's like only from what we've been given. And this is the type of shit we've been given, like very dark things. So... That's why I like it. I that just to take it back. I like. I don't know. I don't. I'm like. I I understand it, but also I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm conflicted about it because I feel like that sends so confused. White people get confused. They get very confused. Sometimes you have to draw hard lines. In the great words of Sharonas, just a little slow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I had someone, uh, one of the girls from my work who happens to be Caucasian and who loves Sharonis be like, I heard your episode and he said white girls are slow. I know. Our favorite, our our number one fan, our friend, um, Nellie was like, "Uh uh-uh, Sharonis, why we gotta be slow? She DM'd me (laughs) specifically about this. (laughs) Shout out to Nellie. I'm like, I don't think he meant it like that, girl. He did. <laughs> Some of y'all be slow. Shit, it's a little. Sometimes but that, but that's what I'm saying slow. is I think when we collect those items, even though we're trying to reclaim, sorry, we're sorry. trying to reclaim them. I think it sends a, conf- a mixed message to white people, and then they get confused, and then they think they can participate because they always want to participate in the shit we're participating in, and then it becomes this like circle. It's like either you like it or you don't. I feel like sometimes you have to just be like, it's out. It's out for everyone. You know. But we know that's not going to happen. So I don't know. Anyway, just I encourage you guys. Um, obviously, this is it's Black History Month. But, you know, we have been designated this month. But really, if you are black, you know that every day should be you should honor who you are 
and we should support one another. And if you aren't black and you have black friends or you have black babies, you know, try to, and I, we, we've had this episode before, you know, trying to, you know, talk about your kids about who they are, but also just try to support, support black businesses, you know, like just support, show that support. We need, we want to see it. And I know that sometimes people question how we can help. That's one of the biggest ones because money talks and we need, we need that support. Um, and black people have to do better too. I don't know if you guys have watched this Killer Mike um, show on Netflix. If you haven't, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. It's so good. And one of the first, the first episode is basically he has a show. He's in. He, I guess he lives in. I think he lives in Atlanta. He has a show somewhere in Georgia, and he it's like three days away. And he said, you know, I'm challenging myself for the next three days to only buy black and use black products. Period. And so the show was documenting this journey, and basically it was a fucking almost impossible. Like, like he went to this guy who happened to be like the resource for all black things owned, and he had a black phone. Like he had a, a phone that was like owned by black people, so he had his phone. He got that. He couldn't smoke weed because none of the farms were growers. black owned or growers were black owned. He barely could eat because even the black owned restaurants, the food they were getting was from wasn't white. distributed from black farms. Yeah. So that because he was taking it to that level, so that's the root of it. Um, even trying to get transportation to get to his show was difficult. Like he had at the end of the day, he had to make some sort of exception, and so he went to a black-owned um, business that owned uh, car, like owned tour buses. So he had to take a whole tour bus to his show by himself, um, and fucks trying to find a place to stay. He was sleeping on a park bench. Ain't no black-owned hotels or, you know what I mean? And just putting that, like, seeing that. And in Georgia? That's crazy because there's yeah, so, you many, think, so many black people. You would think. It really put it in perspective for me. I was like, wow, this is, it's so true. I got to watch it. It's really interesting, so I, I recommend you watch it. But um, but anyway, enough about all of our black shit. <laughs> um, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. <clears throat> Happy Valentine's Day to those lovebirds out there or, you not. know. Not. Not. Um, we wanted to do uh, our Valentine's Day episode and discuss our views and feelings on Valentine's Day. And actually, this came up for me recently because they start instilling this whole Valentine's Day narrative so young. Irie's in school, obviously, and she, you know, celebrating Valentine's Day tomorrow. And, you know, they teach it about love. And I think this is almost like when people, like, you that's, is Valentine's Day like where you start realizing like no I'm supposed to have a boyfriend? No, Dis- not, not Disney movies are where you learn. Oh, that. that's true. That's true. Sec- Luna bought the entire family cookies, lollipops, balloons. She got me a fake bouquet of heart flowers, and she said, "This is for you for when you get married." <laughs> so it's I don't know, and I always thought I was gonna be like the mom, like who made baskets for Easter and like. For Valentine's Day. Meanwhile, I'm like, down with the man. This is fake. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't know. It's just some fake ass. All the holidays are fake. I used to take Valentine's Day seriously. When? When you were in seventh grade? No, like, in like high school, early 20s. Well, that's what it's fun. I mean, I'm with the fun. I like, I like arts and crafts and shit. And I really do like love. I'm just not into spending money on some fake ass bullshit. Because to me, like... 
doesn't make me feel special. Like, I just want you to do something special. Like, I want to, I don't know. It's nice for someone to do something nice for you. And, of course, I like gifts, but, like, I'm not into cheesy-ass shit. Don't buy me no rose made don't teddy bear. Don't buy me, right? <laughs> I don't want no fucking teddy bear made of roses. <laughs> Take me to get a steak. No, Pay I, a bill. Yeah, for real. Like, I like to eat, and I like experiences. Yeah, me too. Get this. Get this flower rose out of my face. No, I like flowers. I just don't want them to be in a, a shape of a teddy bear. Safari. I don't really even want flowers on Valentine's Day, though. It's just so corny. I want flowers every day to be in the house. Exactly. Yeah, just like, the house, that's just I don't, corny. corny. Yeah, chocolate. I don't fucking eat chocolate. Get that shit out of my face. Yeah, I don't I don't get it. I don't... It's funny, though, because... Here's a heart-shaped jewelry Do you know necklace. what I find... Well, at least in my last relationship, I found that Valentine's Day was more taken seriously by the man yeah. than by me. I know, for real. It is. Because I'm like, I mean, oh. I know it's not always like that. I know there's a lot of women out there that really pressure their men. Like, what are we doing for Valentine's Day? Like, oh my God, I got my Valentine's Day. Then you go somewhere and there's like everybody and their mama there because all the, it's all preset. I didn't even want this. I wanted to order what I wanted to order. It's so many people. It's so crowded. Everybody's pretend holding hands. It's so gay. Are we just... Are we mean? Are we bitter? No. Because we don't have Valentine's? <laughs> No, really not. Um, because you know what, I, I I had this I had this conversation with myself the other day because I know everybody else knows. I know you know. You ever go on Instagram and see those people who are so in love? It it's like beautiful but annoying. Mm-hmm. And I had a talk with myself. I'm like, am I annoyed by this? I'm like, no, because I want that, and I'm gonna be that annoying on Instagram when I get a man that I really like. But it just has to be someone I really. No, I'm lying. I'm never gonna be that annoying on Instagram. Have you ever been like that on Instagram? No, I mean, I suppose I baby daddy, but like, maybe a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Black love. No, I don't think I've ever hashtagged that, but. Um, oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to go back, bitch. <laughs> don't make me scroll back. <laughs> um, oh my God, I think the cannoline's getting to me. What was I talking about? Uh, no, I'm not jealous. I, I just, I think when something's really good, you don't have to talk about it a lot. It doesn't have to be necessarily pushed up. But I get, I get wanting to. I understand that. I don't, I don't like. I don't think it's annoying. I think it's more annoying when bitches are like, "I need a man. My love is coming." Have you ever seen those posts too? No. Oh my gosh! Like the thirstiest bitches. Like I can't wait for my man. Like it's just, that's annoying. More annoying than real love posts. I just feel like you and your partner, if you have one, should make an effort to express your love for one another daily. Daily, and like, yeah, it doesn't have to be on February 14th, you know? It's just, I don't know. Even like Happy Bay, he asked me, he was like, So, um, what did he ask me? Like, what are you doing? What are you doing on Valentine's Day? And I was like, I don't believe in Valentine's Day. And he was like, Oh my God, thank God. He was like, because I was going to tell you all the reasons why I don't believe in Valentine's Day. And I was like, I mean, my ex, like, and I would tell my ex, too, like, we don't have to do anything on Valentine's Day. Like, seriously, we don't need to do anything. You don't need to buy me anything. And he would always buy me something. And, of course, that was nice, and I liked it. It was sweet. But then I'd get pissed because, nigga, I told you I wasn't going to buy you shit. And now you brought me a gift, and now I look like an asshole. Yeah, I hate and that. Like, I tell like you. We told, I told you we're not doing this now I'm shit. A bitch. I've okay. also had, like, a few fights on Valentine's Day. So, like, and not even about Valentine's Day. Just, like, a, like a, an argument happened, happened to happen on that day. So I was just like, fuck this day. You know, at the end of the day, this is just another motherfucking day where we're going to fight. 
<laughs> or not, you know? I had, a, I had a girlfriend once, and she made such a big deal about Valentine's Day and, like, made me get dressed. And I was like, be ready at this time. And then I guess when the day came, like, we missed the show. And then she just, like, got me a necklace and then, like, fed me store-bought sushi. Oh, is this, like, a girl that liked you? We were in a relationship. Oh, oh, This oh. is a long time ago. I was hot. <laughs> store-bought. I was so irritated. I was like, why the fuck do you have me get all this dressed, all this hype, and this bitch is feeding me store bots. It was more about the food. I'm... Shit. I know. Okay, so so you said be cheap. <laughs> okay, so if you have subscribed to our newsletter, what is that? Is like an just jumped on my roof. If you subscribe to our newsletter, which you guys all should, because there's some extra information in there. We do some updates on our personal lives up there, and we share event information, which, by the way, we're having an event March 19th. Wait, 16th? 16th. March 16th. March 16th is our one-year anniversary live show. Um, Slash party. Slash party. Twerk your butt. (laughs) Ew, butt. (laughs) Um, Ass. Apparently, this candleine is working. Um, Should we drink some more? No. (laughs) Um... Wait, what was I saying? I already forgot where this was going. Shake, okay, we have events. Oh, our what? newsletter. Oh, yeah, our Speaking newsletter. Of- Speaking of our newsletter. Yeah, follow it. Um, you can subscribe on our website to our newsletter. But I was saying something before that. Um, we talk about our views on Valentine's Day. No, oh. before the newsletter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jamila in the newsletter was saying how she, like, we were, we were just encouraging you guys to... You know, take yourself out on Valentine's Day. Take like, yourself out on a date. Go take with some you and Take your, your baby maybe out. Maybe you and your daughter out or your son out on the day and, like, do something special like that, you know, or... Treat yourself to treat a Treat yourself, yeah, get a little massage, run, run a bath, smoke a joint, watch your favorite show you've been meaning to catch up on, and just do the Read whole... Do the self-care thing and not make it about a relationship. The biggest relationship and the most important relationship you have is with yourself, so nurture that if that's if it's so important to you this day. Um, but but Jamila was saying, you know, the best way to go is free. Just make it free and well, I think all the sexiest shit is free. Like I want to cook naked for you. I want to give you a massage naked. I want to wear this lingerie and then get which naked, I, which I bought for myself, <laughs> and then I'm gonna eat naked. <laughs> I got this wig. Call me. Something else that's not Samantha. my name. Yeah, let's role play. No, and I get that too. I think, but I think if you are, if you believe in this holiday so much, then but buy something. Then don't be cheap about, like, don't you don't have to buy something expensive, but don't buy like the cheap, yeah, teddy bear rose. If you're gonna do it, then do get, it. Get something actually that the person's gonna like, even if it is small. Yeah. Um, but like Jamila, I'm I'm definitely more so about if I'm. If I was celebrating Valentine's Day, it's about the experience. If I was going to spend it with someone else. I'm so cursed. My family, my whole family, is all holidays are like, it's the man's holiday, trying to get your money. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) So I'm not very holiday-ish, but except for my birthday. (laughs) Very into my birthday. (laughs) Everything else is the man's holiday. So, but yeah, sometimes it's fun. <laughs> I'm starting to feel sick again. 
clearly. My throat's <coughs> coughing. My nose is itching. <coughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> not, not very appealing in the microphone. I might have to edit that out. <laughs> <coughs> oh, don't make me laugh. It makes me cough. <coughs> oh, another update. Speaking of Valentine's Day and love, and relationships that I'm not participating in. <laughs> I'm also. 61 days celibate. And I did not think that I could do that. So that's... Neither did I. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) Thanks, friend. I'm really proud of you. So, yeah, I've been consciously celibate for 61 days. And it's pretty, it's cool. Well, sometimes I get in like horny modes, like must have dick, 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 and I think all these sexual thoughts, and then it goes away. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you masturbate in your mind. In my mind, it's mental masturbation. It's mental masturbation. I just think like skin, close thoughts, sweat, <laughs> heavy breathing, <laughs> biting, in, inter- wet, liquid, liquid, enter <laughs> me, like penetration, penetration, penetration. Oh, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, okay, back to the regular life. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mental masturbation. Okay. <coughs> I'm still going to encourage you to get a vibrator. A new one. You think you need a new one? Because clearly... <coughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. Clearly, the old one is not... Ex- you're not going to it. You're not excited think, about it. I don't... Th- <laughs> Have you watched Tidy? Mm-mm. She's like, does this bring you joy? <laughs> If it brings you joy, you keep it. <laughs> she doesn't even speak like she doesn't speak English. <laughs> Anything that brings you joy. She has like this little voice, but every the whole thing is like, does it make you feel joy? <laughs> so maybe my vibrator doesn't make me feel joy. Yeah, you gotta find a new exciting, joyous vibrator. I'll buy you. One. I'm gonna I'm gonna like pull it close. This is what she says to do with your things. Like bring it close to your chest. And see if it brings you joy. Oh, the show. Oh, is that the show on about like, feng shui? Yeah, like, not even feng shui. It's about tidying, like getting rid of shit and just ha- keeping the things that bring you joy. My friend Xavier was telling me about that. He was telling me I needed to watch that. He just watched it and it changed his life. It's like the top three shows right now on Netflix. Oh, nice. One of the top three. It's watch shows. Nice. Did we already talk about that other weird show, Abducted in Plain Sight? Yeah, we did. Yeah, because I know that's another one. What about one. Ted Bundy? I haven't seen that. Have you seen it? Yeah, I watched it. Oh, my God. You know, it's just got sick. Like, we feel mean. You know, watch all six. She always turns on the darkest shit and then falls asleep. And then my nosy ass can't stop watching it. <laughs> it's like six episodes of the darkness of Ted Bundy. I'm like a serial killer of young women. It's very scary. Yeah, I know, because he, he was good-looking and charming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he would get away with it. And he was, like, low-key a genius. He, no, like, no, that was a lie. He, 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 he Not was, genius, he was just so he was psycho. Ki- no, he was kind of smart, and he can manipulate. But in reality, he really wasn't that smart. His, I, he could, his IQ was actually very low when oh, he really? tested, and it, it made him feel inadequate. He was, he Didn't was, he defend himself? Yeah, but he was a terrible... As a lawyer? He was, like, like, crazy insecure in his whole childhood and his whole life. He was, like pretending to be so smart and so eloquent and he wanted to be like a Republican party against like juvenile delinquents and he's a psychopath and he really wasn't that smart but he was how many people did he kill like 17 37 oh my god women brutally like smashing their heads 
grabbing them out of their beds, strangling them and pulling them into his trunk. Random bitches, random. He literally killed bitches through out of their bedrooms that he'd never seen before. It's like, crazy. Followed them and took them and left them in the woods. That's crazy. And then had a girlfriend during that. And then didn't kill her, right? Did not yeah. kill her. She came to the police and was like, I don't know, but I think it's my boyfriend. His name is Ted. And he has all these different house keys at his house. And he's been gone mysteriously from some of these times of these women's abductions. And sometimes he tells me he follows like college students and he can't help it. Yeah, so she's the one who got him caught up or what? No, then they were watching him, but he kept going. Then, bitch, they got him. He escaped. Twice. He's right. He escaped, escaped twice. That's right. You can't tell me this nigga's not a genius. No, he's not a genius. <laughs> he's white. White privilege. It's so funny. I was doing, my, I was doing a client, and um, she's white. Or I think she's half Mexican, half white. And her boyfriend is black and Indian. But he's, you know. And he was like, she's like, I was watching that with my boyfriend. And he said, if he was black, he would have never got away with that. I was like, he's right. <laughs> Yeah. That's true. He like jumped out of the window. <laughs> what do you mean he's not shackled? He could just jump. What do you mean he didn't get shot? Right. We're gonna chase him. He was gone for a week, girl, in the woods. <laughs> Almost got. Don't some... use force. <laughs> right. If you see him, if you see him, whisper gently, "Come here, Ted. Come." <laughs> he's only killed thirty bitches. Crazy. Oh my god. Oh my god. Also, my client told me. That his mom said she got she like had a flat tire and he came to help her. Ted Bundy, whose mom? The guy, her boyfriend's mom said back in the day she was oh. driving from Seattle and that he was like or from Oakland or something and that he was like she saw it was Ted Bundy who came but the police came and so he left, but he came to help her. I was like, that's crazy. crazy. It could have been you, bitch. Right. Perfect opportunity. <sighs> wow. I'm at. Sometimes I think about that. I have like weird thoughts, like how many times have I escaped death I know. and not even known, known it. it, right? Or escaped just anything. There's been a lot of times I think back in my teenage years where so dumb, so much shit should have happened to me. You know, you know how many hitchhikes? Dumb. I like got in shit cars with strangers. Yeah, that's insane. Often, <laughs> often. Where are you going? What do you mean? You were just like on Ventura with your finger out? Like, like one time we, went to, we like took the bus to Northridge Mall, but we didn't want to take it back because it was so far on the bus. And then we just asked people in the mall to take it What? Oh my God. One time in college. If some, if some teenager came up to me and was like, can you take me home? I'd be like, hell no. I've gotten a lot of rides from strangers. Oh no. No. But that was I so think th- also because I'm a woman, I wouldn't be. I'd be like, hell picking no but call your mama you need a cell phone I've, we got a ride from a mom one time like not a mom there's a woman oh my god i hope my daughter is not as retarded as i am because i was dumb <laughs> well i think you just have to be honest with her about those moments or not or maybe yeah no, i don't know We'll figure it out as we go. If anyone has any advice on how to make sure your kid doesn't get in the car with fucking strangers. Or, like, what if you're Ted Bundy's mom? What do you mean? Like, would I love him still? Yeah, like, like, like that's yeah. also scary. That's also a scary thought, like, as a mom. I'd love him still, but I'd be like, what <laughs> the fuck did I do in life 
to have given birth to. <laughs> no, so in the movie, they say, like, he tries to portray all, like, people would like to say that I've had some something happen to me as a child, that would, but there's nothing, basically. Like, he had a totally normal childhood. However, he, like, basically confesses on tape, and they take it over to his mom's house, and they play the tape for her, and she, like, falls to the floor crying, weeping, and then, like, five minutes later gets up and says, now, who wants apple pie and ice cream? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, yeah, that's weird. So I think we have a question from a someone in our DMs. Yes. A listener? Yes. Someone can. in our DMs. Someone in our DMs. <laughs> this one was pretty heavy. This is a heavy question. It was pretty heavy. Um, and the question is, how do I tell my daughter that her dad is incarcerated for life without parole? The last time he's seen her, she was only three months old. And she's almost three now. Um, I'm, I'm, I have questions. Like, has she seen, has she been to visit him? I, the last time he saw her is at three months old. Oh, three months old. Oh. Yeah. So I don't know if that was a visitor, if that was before the incident. I have a friend that, um, yeah, basically since the baby was like three months old, the dad's been incarcerated. And she lets him like FaceTime and stuff because that's like an option, but I don't know. I, I, the f- would you like say, would you like be like, you don't have a dad? Or would you? No, I wouldn't say you don't have a dad. I would just maybe say he's away. And never let her see the, ba- the dad? Or like go there to visit? Is that, is that too much, too difficult? Um, I think at three, maybe I would go. I think it's real. I think three, they're getting really smart, really sharp. I mean, I just know there's like such a negative like association with jail for a child. That's the only thing that makes me hesitant, but it's like, how do you hide that and, and not sacrifice them not seeing their father at all? Right. But she also said that, um, I said it depends, like how was your relationship prior? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Prior to the incident, she said he was really disrespectful to her. To her, he was really disrespectful to her um, during the pregnancy, and basically said that she tried to trap him. Well, I'm, I'm. So does he not want to see the child? Is that why she hasn't seen the right, seen right? Her if for he three doesn't months? want to see her, I would be like, yeah, he's, he's, you don't, yeah, you basically doesn't exist. But if he wants to, I would, I would, I would take it. I yeah, would try. This is something I felt like I was being. I, I mean, I kind of had to face when like my ex was in jail and like facing time Mm -hmm. and like would you thank god like you know he wasn't guilty and the truth came to light right but had it not like i had to i had that thought i had to think about that am i going to be traveling to europe to show Irie her dad or to bring Irie to see her dad in this i was already doing that at that point right we were out there that whole those whole but was five, it like were we like months. taking her to take to the jail taking her to the no i never took her to the jail yeah no um but i probably would have yeah. if that was what it had to be right would you, you know, have made that decision uh, yeah i mean i'd have to yeah i mean he would i mean obviously it's a different situation you know well we don't know but i think if he wants to see her yes yes i think if he doesn't uh, th- then do you tell her? 
of course she's gonna ha- know who, she's gonna know who her dad is. She's gonna know. I'm not gonna say you don't have a dad. She's gonna get old enough and be like, where the fuck is my dad? Who the fuck is this nigga? You know what I mean? Like, what you mean you don't know? <laughs> what you mean a no? Not a, that a, a bird came down and delivered me. <laughs> not like that. I'm just saying. Like, would you say he's in jail? Or you say he's away? Like, or would you say he died? <laughs> or that. I don't know. That's a I think eventually they're going to ask you more questions. You know, it's like. So it's best to just keep it real. Yeah, it's never. It's going to be a way. And then it's going to be like, you know, just. Just jail at three. He's he's being he's being housed somewhere. <laughs> it's not funny. Uh, it's not funny at all. But I'm, but I'm just saying. But like, well, yeah, I mean, I guess. Uh, yeah. I think you have to start incorporating it now so that it's not weird for her. It's something she's gonna have to face regardless. Period. You know, it's it's almost better that she, if she asked, you be honest. Maybe not offer up the information too early. I mean, what? How are you gonna explain where you're taking her? Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's gonna have to say like. That's why assuming is, that she's taking her. Well, isn't that the point? Or no, she said just tell her about him. I don't know. <sighs> <laughs> oh my god, this Dayquil shit situation. Dayquil plus candles. Col- oh my god. I'm high. <laughs> Me too. Oh my god. Um, this is a tough topic in general. I think you just have to be honest. I think you have to start. There's like steps. Like, you know, if you're bringing her to see him, like. You know, she probably won't know what the jail is right now. You know what I mean? But you, you try to associate it with something positive, but you can't control what the situation is when you get there, right, you know? Right, right. But I just couldn't imagine keeping my child away from her father if he wanted to see her. Yeah, no. And no. they wanted to see each other, you know? Yeah. You know, jail has a way of changing people, too. Yeah, true. You know? It's and so... True. I'm sure if he does want to see her, maybe he's, you know, remorseful for the way he treated you and, you know, yeah. We need more information. (laughs) Anyway, I hope that was helpful. I don't know if it was. What do you think? Um, I think that was just the best we could do. (laughs) (laughs) Knowledge of the situation. And, I mean, we're not in that situation, but no, I, I, I yeah, honesty is key, Absolutely. period. Yeah. Yeah, so. I'm and confident with that answer. Okay. Mm-hmm. You believe that? <laughs> Wait, is that the right term? No, it's not. I didn't think so. Let's stop <laughs> talking. Yeah, we gotta go. All right. <laughs> okay. um, anyway, well, have a wonderful week, and we will catch you next time. Bye. <laughs> Like a willy cause he dressed shit up Never knowing that his woman is in need of love He got Versace, gold links, stomach chains with rocks uh. Official hairstyle, but you stuck up in the spot Making love, Duke is weak, then he falling asleep You on the phone with your old peeps Dying to creep between my sheets So what you got Chanel on your feet Hot sex on a platter makes the mission complete, uh